0: On this episode of Brothers Balling, NFL playoff predictions, UGA football, and one bold prediction. Brothers Balling coming at you. Welcome, 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 everyone. Season 5, Brothers balling in effect, we are brothers, we are balling, and we are back after a nice holiday hiatus, back to talk sports with the people. John, you know what it is, say what's up to the people. How's it going,
1: people? Hopefully everyone's having a great day. We have a wonderful show in store for you today.
0: And I am Rob, and you guys already know what it is. Basically, we're going to go, and we're going to talk about some sports. Okay, so this is early January, about mid-January uh, right now. We have a new champion in college football. Um in case you uh didn't see it, the University of Georgia held an open practice in Los Angeles and they invited TCU to their open practice. Um 65 to 7 was the final score. Um this game was pretty much done by what, would you say like middle of the second quarter? Yep. This game was about done. Georgia went out 24-7 and it just kept scoring and scoring and scoring. So the question we have, is UGA the new king of college football? Had they supplanted Alabama as the premier football program in college football? John, what are your thoughts?
1: Um, I would say yes, Um, they are... Listen, they got a ton of four- and five-star athletes. They got boosters. They got kids on NIL. Um, let's not forget, Stetson Bennett was a walk-on.
0: Mm-hmm. A walk-on
1: quarterback with all that talent around him. Um, Bowser is probably going to be the... It's probably the... Oh, pe- Bowers? Bowers. Yeah, Bowers. Bowers. Bowers is probably the the best tight end in all of college football. And he's coming mm, for yeah. another year. Yep, one, another more year. Year. Mm-hmm. one more year. One more year. They have that freshman running back who ran in two touchdowns against TCU. Yeah, he'll be back mm. next year. Yep. Um, and they're just going to refuel and retool. And listen, even the, the backup quarterback who played for them um, in the fourth
0: quarter... Person back.
1: Yeah, he, he listen. He, he, he looks sharp as well. Like as yep. long as they, as long as they got that offensive line, they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I expect them to. Um, I expect them to be one of, one of the four teams in the conversation next year. Kirby, Kirby, <laughs> I gotta say, he has a weird way of making them feel disrespected.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that when you look at talent-wise, the team last year was actually talent-wise better than the team this year. Yeah,
0: I would agree with that. The team last year had more talent. Right. uh, And I think they were a better overall team than last year's squad. I mean, that was just... That squad was loaded. um, You know, last year. Five first-rounders. Five first-rounders. Yeah. Yeah, So... Um,
1: But this squad is this squad, the advantage it has, it went undefeated. Yes. You and
0: know? and they were SEC champions. And they were SEC mean, of course, champions. Yeah. And last year's team was not the SEC champions. Like, they beat a better team in the uh, championship game, the Alabama, you right. know, the Alabama team's are, I mean, better than TCU. We, we all know that, but it was quite in- interesting to see the way that uh, both teams kind of played up against each other. But that's a great two-year run, 29-1. Right,
1: 29-1. So, yeah, um, Georgia's a new dynasty. They're going to rack in a ton of talent. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to sit back and wait and see how the other teams catch up. Because, mm-hmm. as, as we all know, especially with NIL, kids want to go where they know they get drafted. And looking at Georgia's pedigree now, you're about to have back to back years where they may have almost five people being drafted in the first round,
0: yeah. Definitely, and, you got three, and three so, definites, I think three definites, right? And then, uh,
1: so, um, uh, again, you know, kudos to to UGA, kudos to Kirby Smart and bringing in the knowledge from Alabama to turn Georgia into a powerhouse, yep. Um, he's under the Saban tree, so. We have to do an episode where we look at the Saban tree mm-hmm. and see how many championships is he responsible for. Yeah. From like all the coaches who've coached under him, how many championships is he responsible for? Um, we'll have to do some research on that to, to get that number. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, kudos to UGA. I find it hard for any other team to get the level of talent that UGA can garner every year, especially with the media coverage of them getting guys in the first round, which means mm-hmm. that those guys get paid. And high yeah. school kids are looking at that. It's like, hey, yeah, I can get this NIL deal, but I'm looking for that long-term money. If I go to UGA, I got opportunity to become a first-round pick. I'm going to yeah. get big money as a first-round pick. So great job. Kudos. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I sort of... Even though, I, even though I watched the game to the end, I kind of sort of tuned out at the middle yeah, of the second of quarter. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, it was just not getting like beat
0: down. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it's like how – unless you were like a diehard fan, UGA fan, you're, you're turning the TV off probably at the beginning of the third quarter because, you know, you would think, okay, it's 38-7 to 7 at the half. Will TCU – Make a run. If they are, they're going to have to do it now. And there was nothing in that first half that led you to believe that. Right. TCU but was going to do anything. But the thing is,
1: you got to ask yourself: the people who paid all that money to go to the game, like when you spend when you spend like fifteen hundred dollars for a ticket, don't get me wrong. You you want to see your team win, but you want to see a competitive game. You don't want to see a, a a shellacking like that. Well like, you pay, like it gets you boring. Don't
0: pay- You don't pay for a competitive game. You pay for four quarters. And they gave you four quarters. Now, granted, like, one (laughs) and a half quarters were competitive. But you got four quarters, you know, which is what you asked for. I mean, at that point, when the game is like, what, 45 to 7, it's obvious TCU is not going to come back. You're just watching the clock. At that point, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no suspense. Do you leave? (laughs) Do you leave the game to try to beat traffic? (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know. I, I would assume.
1: You right. know, so far stadium,
0: you know, the traffic is pretty bad. You know, right. I've been there, I've been, you know, to the stadium one time and I can only imagine uh getting out of that stadium is probably gonna be hectic, you know, getting out of the Hollywood bowl area. And right. most of the and, and most of the area hasn't even been been built up. There's a right, lot of right, hotels, right. restaurants that they still have yet to be built. So it's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, I mean, maybe you do. You know, you beat L.A. traffic um, because you know it's going to be hectic coming out of the game. Yeah, L.A. But LA has bad traffic. A very, very, yeah, very bad traffic. So, yeah, maybe you try to beat it, you know, getting out. Of, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, most people expected Georgia to win convincingly. You didn't expect 65 to 7. That's like not even – that's like a game you play – you get when you're playing, like, PlayStation. Um, but – I'll be honest, in terms of Georgia being the number one program, it's hard to argue with that. I think they've been on Alabama's level for about four years now, probably like the second year that, you know, Kirby uh, coming over. You know, I felt they should have beaten Alabama in the national title game a couple of years ago. Man. And Jake Fromm. And I worked and that game. I was yeah, so Tua. upset. Yeah, uh with touch touchdown pass to uh, Devontae Smith to crush the hearts of Georgia. I think ever since that game, Georgia has been on Alabama's level. They've been just as good as Alabama. And you can say, like, they are the premier because they've been knocking on the door for a couple of years. Okay? They were there. They You knew that they were going to be a competitor when it came to a national championships. Kirby just needed the right mix of, you know, solid quarterback play. He can coach a defense up well. He needed the playmakers. You know, every championship team gets breaks. They got their, you know, fair share of breaks. And, you know, UGA is now the premier program in college football. Uh, You measure yourself by UGA, you know. And I think for them, next year is going to be very difficult to, you know, really maintain that edge. Because going for a 3 P is almost like unheard of now in college football. So they have a real easy schedule next year, okay. Tennessee. Florida, like their out-of-conference schedule is a laugher. They don't play any, like, significant teams uh, in their uh, out-of-conference schedule. So it's going to be very interesting to see, based off their ability to dominate the last couple years, are they going to be just one of those teams that gets automatically put into the uh, college football playoff uh, when it comes around next year. So I think we're both in agreement. UGA is is now the premier program. All right. So, that's all settled. Obviously, if you're talking about football, you're talking about the NFL playoffs, which are going to start this weekend. We're going to go through the games. We'll talk about those uh, matchups. First matchup we're going to talk about is going to be the matchup that takes place at 4.30 p.m. on Saturday. San Francisco 49ers. And I see a look of disgust on your face. the San Francisco 49ers against the Seattle sea Seahawks what are you going to call them sea animals seabirds I think personally this is not this is going to be the blowout of the weekend um you know Seattle's a good story, but I think as the season wore on, you realize that this team really is not on the same kind of level as the other teams that are in the playoffs
1: let's be let's be let's be candidly clear. This team wasn't supposed to be here. <laughs> the Seattle Hawks, they were not supposed to be here. When the season started, Seattle was supposed to be um vying for a top five pick in, in, in the 2023 draft. Uh-huh. And somehow Pete Carroll got these guys to believe that they're a playoff team. Now I expect this game to be 38 to 13, possibly. Might uh-huh. be even worse. This is going to be a tune up. Listen, Seattle's a great feel good story. Geno Smith, feel good story. But but I'm going to be honest. Even though Geno Smith had a remarkable year, we have to acknowledge that he's been in the league for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he finally had a remarkable year. Geno Smith is a very good backup. Okay. And, and yes, I understand he had a great year, but. If I have a number one, Gino's my backup. I think Gino, you know, he may be the starting quarterback next year. If I'm Seattle, I'm drafting if I can. If I can maneuver and make a way, draft your quarterback for the future. I don't think Gino Smith, a guy who's been in the league 10 years already, he's your quarterback of the future. If you have an opportunity to get one of the top two guys and you have the assets to make it happen, go for it. Because you have because you have two very good receivers, and you drafted a gem running back. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and I always tell you, Rob, if you have the playmakers, you got to have a good quarterback. At the end of the day, you got to have that guy. You got to have that guy who you plug in, who can do what, you, who can do what you need him to do. Geno Smith is a great feel good story. I think he'll be a great backup quarterback to the number one. But if I'm Seattle, my my major need is still a quarterback, all right? I still need a quarterback. Um, we, we all know how the league works. The NFL just needs just needs to see you one time. And once they see you, they figure you out, right? The mm-hmm. great quarterbacks are the ones who are able to every year improve, 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 okay? And we have a handful of quarterbacks who can do that. Joe Burrow, Um, You know Allen um, Patrick Mahomes um, Even Justin Herbert Okay Um, Those guys you know Year after year You know they change their game They elevate the game they improve their game That's a rare crop of quarterbacks Okay so Mm -hmm. To me uh, I think CJ Stroud Is A more controlled Patrick Mahomes if he gets, if he gets the right mix, oh my God, C.J. Stroud is Patrick Mahomes. Yes, I think. Wow. So. No, 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 no. I, I said a more controlled Patrick Mahomes, and what I mean by that is that Patrick Mahomes would try crazy things like underhand passes and sidearm passes and weird passes. I don't think C.J. Stroud is that, is that kind of guy, but I've watched C.J. Stroud these last year, and, and I've watched quite a few Ohio State games, Rob. And I watch to see can this guy really play? I believe he can play at the next level with the right, he, he ends up in the right situation. I believe he can be a top-tier quarterback in in a couple of years. I would say give him give him two to three years, he'll be he'll be up there with the other guys. He is a very good quarterback. What he did to UGA, you can mm-hmm. argue, you can argue and say. He played well enough to win that game for UGA.
0: I'm not no doubt. Not I, I doubt. mean for Ohio State. Yeah.
1: Right. And and, and listen, you can, people can say what they want about UJ. What UJ's defense is not as good as it was the year before. UJ's defense is still stout. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's still
1: stout. Um, you know, I think people forget the the high vaunted Tennessee Volunteers offense that was supposed to. You know, run all over UGA. UGA shut that down very quickly, right? Yeah, sure did. um, But Ohio State put up big points on on that defense, so you got to give CJ Stroud credit every time. You know, with regards to the Michigan game at home, that was his worst performance that I have seen. Yeah, I've watched. I've watched at least nine Ohio State games, and listen, CJ Stroud is the truth and so I feel he gets in the right situation like honestly I think if he ends up at if he were to end up in Seattle if he were to end up here's the thing it um I think a team who has a quarterback who I feel should re- retire you know if he ends up somewhere like Miami if Miami makes a move um or something like that because here's the thing Chicago Bears. That's my team. Chicago Bears is shopping that first round pick.
0: Oh, Chicago, absolutely. Why Chicago not? Chicago
1: Bears is, is shopping their pick. They already know who who they're getting in the first round, and they're going defense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So they're gonna shop that pick because they know there's two quarterbacks. There are two elite quarterbacks in this draft. Everybody else is 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 fodder.
0: Right. Um, well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it more closer to time when we do.
1: Yeah, but like. I don't uh, think Spencer is Spencer Rattler coming out or Spencer, or Spencer staying. No, I
0: think he I think he's 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 going back.
1: Yeah. He, and the thing is he should stay. He should stay. Yeah. And and dominate because I at, at, at one point I thought at one point I'm not gonna lie, and, and I've watched quite a few of his games too. I thought he was the guy, but then he had some mental some mental lapse. I don't know what yeah. happened to the guy. That okay. he went down. But um but yeah. Back
0: to San Fran and Seattle because I think yeah. I don't want
1: us to get um, right. off. San, but, Fran, San Fran clearly is going to uh, Yes, I agree. San Fran this. is
0: better but this game is going to be closer than it needs to be because you have a rookie starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers um, and I think that Seattle is going to play a uh, I think Seattle's only chance to win is to try to hold the ball. They're probably not going to try to go deep uh, with Metcalf and Lockett, I think they'll play it closer to vest, and they'll try to really try to have ball control. Because I think San Francisco will exploit their offense um, if they get if they have if they time of possession. Um, so while San Francisco to, to me is a better team, this is going to be a closer game than it needs to be, and I think I see a twenty four sixteen game mm. um, taking place. I don't see that. No, you know, and, and here's why. Like, I completely understand if you say that this is going to be, like, one of those 38-13 kind of games, okay? But I the reason why I say a 24-16 game is because he, I think Brock Purdy is going to ha- have to ru- knock some of the nerves off, okay? This is his first playoff game. He's played well. He's only played five. He only had five starts, okay? So it's not like he's, he's had a full season to really assess. And now, for the first time, Seattle – an opponent is going to have tape on him, okay? And they can kind of see, and they know San Fran's personnel. It helps that they got Debo back and everybody, you know, you know, put him back into the fold. But it's going to be very interesting to see um, what happens. And I think it'll start slow. San Fran will start slow, but I think they'll end up winning the game 24-16. Okay. Well, how do you see this one? How do you see it? You said 38-13.
1: Yeah, I said 38-13. I see a blowout. Okay.
0: All right. All right. After the San Francisco 49ers defeat Seattle, then there is the Saturday night game. Jaguars, Chargers. L.A. Chargers, the uh, five-seed Jaguars, the four-seed. This is going to be an exciting game. You have two of the brightest stars at quarterback, Justin Herbert for the Chargers, uh, Trevor Lawrence for Jacksonville. One big uh, storyline in this game. Mike Williams, big play receiver for the Chargers. Is out will not play on Saturday. They got they due, got other guys. They got Palmer yeah, due to the injury that he suffered in Week 18. All right, um, and I think that's gonna be huge. I that's think
1: a, that's gonna be huge for deep for for because he he's their deep threat. He's their uh-huh. deep threat. But the thing is, I think with Keenan Allen and Palmer, now here's the thing. I don't know if you know this, but I read a story that um uh quarterback for um Jaguars Trevor,
0: Trevor Lawrence?
1: Yeah, tre- Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game played on Saturday. High school, college, um or professional. He's never lost a game on Saturday. Wow. I think That's I think good. he I think he's about to lose his first game.
0: <laughs> you, think, you, you think he's losing <laughs> he, his first game on Saturday. He's,
1: he's going to lose his first game. Now this game's going to be a lot closer. Mhm. Um, I expect a game around 27, 21. Okay. Chargers. And the reason why I feel that chargers are going to win, because listen, I've been a fan of, of Justin Herbert. Um, listen, he is my prototypical quarterback. I love quarterbacks that are six, four, six, five and have a gun of an arm. And he has, yes, he's going to be missing Mike Williams, but but let's not forget when Keenan Allen and Mike were both out the the others chipped in and plus to me the LA Chargers have in my opinion more defensive playmakers mm-hmm. than remember they got Bosa they got um they got guys
0: they got uh, Khalil Mack yeah they Khalil they got Mack Derwin James, Derwin James they that, got guys and they've been one of the more disappointing defenses in right. the NFL yes, this season.
1: They have. But the thing is, I think now we're in the playoffs. This is my dark horse team that can make some noise. Because it's their first time in the playoffs. I, They're a dangerous team. Um, so I feel that, listen, the Jaguars is a great, feel-good story. Doug Peterson has done a great job with the team. I expect the Jaguars to continue to improve. I just don't think they'll be, they'll be advancing this year. This will be I don't know if the I don't know if the Jaguars are, are are actually favored in this game. Are they favored?
0: The uh Chargers are our
1: favorites. Our favorite? Yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I still feel well, I feel the favorites are going to win despite the fact that Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game once played on a Saturday. Um it, in his life. He's never lost a game played on a Saturday in his life. Um high school, college, and um uh like his his loss in college happened on a friday night he lost on a mm-hmm. friday night um and uh yeah he's never lost a game on he never lost a game played on a played on a saturday um uh, but i believe that that that's going to change chargers 27 um jaguars 21
0: that's nice i think i think that's really nice um I think Chargers to me have been one of more disappointing teams this season. A lot of names, they a lot have. of you know, big you know, big banners. You know, Khalil Mack, Derwin James, Bosa. You know, they have they had. I believe they signed J. C. Jackson. I I'm not buying the Chargers. I don't trust their coach. I believe Duval County will stand up, and the Jaguars are going to win tomorrow. Okay. I think that the Jaguars will win a close game. I trust the coaching of Coach Peterson more than Brandon Staley. I, I trust that the crowd is going to factor into this game. I trust that the Jacksonville Jaguars will make the necessary plays on defense in order to win uh, a game in which both offenses, I think, are going to be able to move the ball. I, don't, I just don't trust the Chargers. I haven't trusted them all year. I think they're not a well-coached team. But when you're not a well-coached team, things happen in the playoffs to expose those weaknesses. I like Jacksonville to win this game. I like the home crowd to make a difference. I like Trevor Lawrence's poise. I like the fact that this team uh, had to essentially play a playoff game in Week 18 against Tennessee. That gave them some really important experience in terms of pressure situations. They're going to win on Saturday. Jacksonville 28, Chargers 24. Mm, Jacksonville okay. will then advance to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. I like the intangibles for Jacksonville in this game. Justin Herbert, I think, is a stud. I don't think the coach of the Chargers is the right coach for this team. He's not getting all that, you, that he should be getting from this squad. Jacksonville, 28-24. All right. So on Sunday, uh, you had the Bills and the Dolphins. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Uh, The Dolphins played the Bills very well. Uh, They they played them tightly. Uh, Their last time they played in Buffalo, but they had Tua. Dolphins potentially will be down to their third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson. This is not going to be a close game. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about this game. Uh, I don't know, but uh, if Demar Hamlin makes an appearance <laughs> in for for this game, okay, <laughs> I think Buffalo may pull a UGA, TCU. On <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, if Demar Hamlin just
1: comes suited up, but doesn't even well, play. No, no, no. I the, don't he, want he, him he, suited up. He puts the uniform on against gets this in to the sideline. Listen, the score will be 70-7 to 7 in this
0: game. Okay, and DeMar Hamlin shows up, you know, and, uh, you know, just uh, thank God that he's made such an incredible recovery from one of the scariest moments that anybody has ever seen on the football field. Uh, just so happy uh, and grateful that he has been able to make so much progress. But if he shows up, okay, in person to that game or even does a video does anything to uh, you know has any kind of presence at that game? I think Miami may be beaten by at least forty points. I think that that you know could potentially be one of the biggest uh, blowouts. I, I think Buffalo is much better. They're motivated, they are focused, and they are going to, I think, really put the hammer to Miami. Do you agree?
1: Yes, I I expect a blowout was not playing.
0: Mm-hmm. Tua
1: should retire. Um, in my opinion, this is like here, here. Like I'm gonna give you a number. It's gonna be 38 to 10.
0: Okay. 38. I said. I said. I said 27 13. No, nah, it's gonna be worse than that. You think it'll be worse? Yeah. I say 27 13. You know, I don't know. I think the Dolphins will keep it close in the first quarter, first quarter and a half. Buffalo's going to slowly kind of put the hammer to them. 27-13 Buffalo. All right. Now, at 4.30 on Sunday, I think, to me, this is the game of the week. Okay? It has nothing to do with the fact that – You think it's the game of the week? I think this is the game of the week. Yes. To me, it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a Giants fan. Mm -hmm. But you look at the three-seed, three-seed Minnesota, six-seed New York. These teams played a couple weeks ago. Giants lost by three to Minnesota in Minnesota. They play again on Sunday at 4.30. The Giants, of course, are the sixth seed. They didn't really play much of their guys last week against Philly, so they're big-time players, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence. They should be ready and rearing to go, okay? I think this is going to be a very competitive game. I think these two teams are about as evenly matched as you can be. Uh, And I think the only game in which teams are more evenly matched is the uh, Jaguars and and the Chargers game. Uh, I think the Giants have have advantages they can uh, exploit with their running game. I think Minnesota has advantages they can exploit with their running game. Which team establishes the run? Which team does not make the key mistakes, i.e. interceptions in the red zone, fumbles uh, in your own territory. I feel like this Giants team, while they're not a team of destiny, they are one of the better coached teams in, in this league. And very well-coached I like think Brian Dable, in my opinion, is coach of the year, but, you know, they're people who uh, vote for that. I like the Giants to come out and defeat the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, I like do. their intangibles. You do. I like their I like their intangibles. I like their ability to run. And I believe that now that they have Xavier McKinney and potentially a Dory Jackson coming back, along with a better Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari. They have two young uh, you know, rising pass rushers. I think that's going to give them the edge that they need. And they will defeat the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. 24 to 21 john what's your take on minnesota and new york
1: i have the giants winning this is going to be the upset this is going to be the upset i don't believe in minnesota never did uh my issue with minnesota is their quarterback uh listen mm-hmm. kirk, kirk cousins he is a serviceable quarterback but yep. in big games he, he 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 plays small this is mm-hmm. an organization minnesota's an organization that has talent and they're gonna need to look themselves in the eye and say, we gotta go get our quarterback.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: got we gotta get a quarterback. And so I expect this game to be a tough grind out game. I think the Giants match up well. They got young guys on the defensive line. They got very um what I call DBs that like to take chances. I think they're gonna get physical with Justin Jefferson. Um I feel that it's gonna be a nip and tug game. The Giants, I believe, will will the advantage the Giants have is because Saquon, I feel that they're gonna control the clock. They're gonna control the clock with the run game and you know Wildcat, however they play, you know, however they do the run game. Mm -hmm. They're they're gonna control the clock. This is gonna be a low scoring game. I got the Giants coming out 20 to 17.
0: 2017. Yeah, I mean, yeah. controlling controlling Dalvin Cook is going to be key. The Giants are not a good run uh, stopping team. Uh, Justin Jefferson is going to get his. He's a superstar when it comes to right. receivers. But the thing uh, is, I think,
1: I think the scheme that the Giants will have, because here's the thing I watched how the Giants played um, A.J. Brown. Right. A.J. Brown mm-hmm. is a big physical receiver. Yes. A very dominant receiver. Mm-hmm. And they did a great job with ha- with their second string guys.
0: Uh, I, w- I would say he's more third string guys. Darius yeah. Williams hasn't really played all year.
1: Yeah. Like Uh-oh. literally they did a job on him. He was frustrated. They did a really good job on him, on covering him. The safety, single high safety, playing him, just just like watching him Mm -hmm. maneuver. They played very well. And to me, I believe Dable, that was his. Think about it. You had A.J. Brown one week. And granted, yes, the Giants lost the game. I don't really care they lost the game. I I just looked at how how hard they played. Mm -hmm. And that convinced me. I'm like, you know what? I believe Dayball was showing you, hey, we're, we're, we're going to match up with Justin Jefferson the same way. We're going to play him the same way we played AJ Brown, and we're mm-hmm. gonna a, a, and we're gonna ask Kirk Cousins to find someone else to someone else to beat us.
0: Mm-hmm. And the and thing is, know, Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne are still capable. CJ yes, Hawkinson is very. Is they're very capable.
1: Good. They're capable, but the thing is, the quarterback, his name my first cousin, and and listen, he's going to throw a pick. Here's the thing. People need to watch. This is one thing I always watch about quarterbacks. I watch the tight... When a quarterback throws an interception, you have to look at what kind of interception it was. Was it like he misread or was it that his guy quit on the play and he got picked off? Mm Kirk Cousins has the worst interceptions him and Dak Prescott. If you look at their interceptions, they are very bad plays. Yeah, they're bad plays, right? An- mm-hmm. an- another guy who I love, but I I, I get worried about his interceptions is is, is uh, Allen. Josh Allen throws mm-hmm. some bad picks as well too. Yep. So, but the thing is, because he's gifted in other ways, he he can come back. With, he he can come back on anybody. Um, hmm. Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, even though he has a lot of comeback come from behind wins, not at the level of what Josh Allen has. Um, But again, um, I just feel the Giants are going to. I believe in their coach. I believe in their game plan. I believe. Listen, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, he may get catches, but they're not going to be. Here's the thing. I'd rather have Justin Jefferson get 10 catches and have 80 yards. Receiver, mm-hmm. then,
0: six like catches, the four, then six catches then six catches for 140 yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. so
1: 10 catches the, for 80, the big place that is listen and, and, and I think the Giants can I think the Giants will allow the underneath stuff and that's fine just a tip could have 15 catches but if he but if he got 90 yards the Giants did a great job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He did a great job. Okay yeah you just can't let him get six catches for 150 okay yeah. That's what you can't let happen. And, mm-hmm. and and so I got the Giants winning a close game
0: 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So we both agree that the Giants are going to win a close one. Now after the Giants game, after the Giants upset the Vikings, then the Bengals and the Ravens will play for the second time in as many weeks. Mm. Bengals and Ravens uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, no Lamar Jackson. Uh, Tyler Huntley is going to run the show for the and uh, he's Baltimore hurt. Ravens. And he's hurt. Yeah. He's hurt and he's going to have to, you know, play. Uh, but what are your thoughts mm. on the Ravens and the Bengals? 30 uh, for, to
1: 16. 30 to 16.
0: For the third time this year.
1: Yep. 30 to 16. Um, I, now, you, you do remember in the beginning of the year, I had the Bills going to the championship,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Um, I may have to revise that due to a lot of the injuries they've had in this season um but the Bengals the Bengals are gonna be a problem and I and okay. I believe the Bengals will take care of Baltimore and we need to dedicate an episode to Baltimore in the near future about the careless mistake of not getting Lamar signed two years ago. Uh.
0: I would like to say that the mistake is on both parties, not just on the Baltimore Ravens. But yeah, but here's the we thing. We can save that for a different time.
1: Right, but the thing is I feel that the Baltimore Ravens don't believe he's their guy. And if that's the case, trade him.
0: Okay? No, I think they do believe he's their guy. Mm. They're just not. No, they believe they want to win with Lamar Jackson. They believe Lamar Jackson gives him the best chance. They're just not going to pay him based off a dumb contract okay, decision
1: Rob, by the Cleveland Browns. Rob, again, let's take a look at Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Kansas City, the minute Patrick got in his third year, they went and offered him a contract, right? Okay. Because Kansas City's sitting there like, okay, we're looking at these salaries go up and up and up. Let's get this guy now in, in, into a contract. And be done. So here's the thing. You decide. I feel that Baltimore has some reservations about Lamar's health. I think that is at the crust of why they won't give him a big contract. And so here's my thing. If that's how you feel, right? Mm -hmm. Trade him.
0: But you're not going to trade because you're not going to get because Rob the market, the market right
1: now, the market for quarterbacks is forty five. Okay, you don't want to pay him forty five a year. You they want to pay him around forty, right?
0: Okay, he wants forty five. Okay, you want so so it's not that they. Don't want him, they don't want him at a certain price, right? And so,
1: you, if you're not going to pay him what the market is trending towards, here's the thing Kansas City gave Patrick Mahomes that contract. I guarantee you, in three years, think about it Patrick Mahomes' guaranteed money was only 150 million. Okay. Every other player who signed their contract after that guarantees were way higher. You mm-hmm. mean to tell me that Kansas city is not in a, in about a year or two going to come back to Patrick Mahomes and say, Hey, we're going to guarantee, we're going to, we're going to guarantee more of that money. Right? Because listen, I guarantee you when, listen, I guarantee you when the season is over Cincinnati is going to look at Joe Burrow and be like, Hey Joe, we know you're coming into your third year. We're just going to sign you to that 50-piece right now. Okay? Because we know if we wait the five years, it's going to be 65-piece. We'll pay you the 50-piece right now and be done with Mm. it. Right? I was was, Kyler Murray got 42.
0: Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Like,
1: we got to look at the guys who got their contracts who have less credentials than Lamar.
0: Yes, but they and, don't have the same injury history like Lamar.
1: But again, I believe when you pay a guy, he's going to be motivated to play, right?
0: But listen, here's here's the thing: Lamar Jackson is not as effective if he doesn't run the football. That's what makes him unique. That's what makes him dangerous to the opposing okay. defense. So he's got to run. So However, uh, a guy who okay. runs, Can't hold on run. one second, one second. Okay, okay. the guy who runs. It makes him more susceptible to injury. Look at RG3, right? Lamar is Had not RG3. A good arm. No, he's not. He's not but RG3. He, he's better. You know, yes, I would agree. However, the injuries to RG3's knees are what pretty much derailed his career. What injury is Lamar Jackson that, dealing with right that now? And, that and the multiple offensive coordinator changes. But what? injury is Lamar Jackson dealing with right now. A leg injury. But Rob. A knee injury. Not just a leg. Right. A knee injury. Okay. Uh, so they should just but like Rob, you mean to tell me.
1: that? Rob, you mean to tell me if last week, if you were Baltimore last week, you can say, you know what, Lamar? We're going to offer you we're not we can't give you a five or six year deal right now. We'll okay. give you three years, $150 million.
0: Okay. time out. Before you even go there, let me ask you. What all guaranteed. You feel, so you want him, you want them to get them $50 million a year fully no, guaranteed? No, 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 no,
1: no, no. I want them to, this is, this is, this is my guarantee number. Mm-hmm. I, I need them to sign him to a five-year, $230 million deal. Okay. And give him $200 million guaranteed.
0: Okay, so what if Lamar Jackson says, fine, I like the five years, I like the 230. I want all 230 guaranteed.
1: That's not what he's asking for. No,
0: that's what he's asking for. He wants a fully guaranteed contract.
1: Right. He wants a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. The number that his mom had said to them was two hundred is... million. They they want to only guarantee one. Right now they want to guarantee. They were at one sixty. They're mm-hmm. up to one seventy five. Okay. They don't, don't want to do two hundred million. Okay. So my thing is, if you don't want to do that. Offer him a three year and fully guarantee the three years, at one hundred and fifty million.
0: Okay, so give mean, him give you, him forty five this year. If you 50 have a next to year and six next year, if you have a chance to talk to Baltimore, then you can go ahead and recommend that. Right. Yeah.
1: And I guarantee but, you. And I guarantee you, if they offered him that last week, I guarantee he'd be playing this. I guarantee he'd no, be playing this, Rob. Listen. No.
0: Lamar Jackson, listen, Lamar Jackson wants Lamar Jackson all, all the is money not he can get. Not, not mad at him for it, but I don't think Lamar Jackson of, is not playing.
1: Lamar Jackson is not playing because he doesn't have a guaranteed contract.
0: Okay. I That's mean, part of the reason
1: why he's not playing.
0: Okay. Possibly. That could be the case. Yeah. But as for this weekend...
1: Knowing full well, they're going to franchise tag. They're going to throw that yeah. franchise tag. Yeah.
0: no, will franchise tag him. I'll say this. Regardless of the case, this weekend, if he was available or not available, Cincinnati is going to be the actual Baltimore Ravens. Hey. I I, ha- I have I haven't been a, a closer game than most. I have uh, the Bengals winning twenty three to nineteen. Oh, come on, The Bengals are scoring points in that. Yeah, I think they I think they could, but they won't. Okay. All right, now last game of the uh, weekend is going to be the Buccaneers against the Cowboys. The Buccaneers are the four seed, the NFC South champions, facing the five seed Cowboys. Cowboys have a better record than the than the uh, Buccaneers. However, Buccaneers are the home team in this game. Do you feel that this is Tom Brady's final game? Final game in the Bucs uniform.
1: I feel that Tom Brady's gonna get knocked out in this game.
0: Okay. Knocked out physically or just have his team knocked out?
1: No, knocked out physically. Um 30. Oh he's 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 gonna be
0: he's gonna have to be carried off, off the field.
1: You no, know, he's gonna leave the he, he's gonna leave the game because he's gonna he's gonna have an injury.
0: Thirty okay. to thirty to twenty four. 3024. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like I like Tampa Bay's quarterback. I like the receivers. I just don't think this is a very good football team. Uh, they have been had trouble stopping the run. They can't run the ball themselves. And I think that kind of plays right into Dallas's hand. Dallas is a team that will love to rush the passer. I think if you could run the ball on them, you can find success, but they love to rush the passer. Michael Parsons, DeMarcus Lawrence. That plays right into Dallas's hands. That's why I feel Dallas is going to win because Tampa Bay is more stationary team. Their quarterback is not going to move. He's not going to kill you with his feet. They can't run the football. And you're pretty much have a sitting duck back there with premier pass rushers on both ends for, for Dallas. I don't trust Dallas' offense. I really don't think they're going to score a lot of points. Um I think that Dallas may take advantage of some turnovers by Tampa Bay, but at the end, I think. Cowboys are going to win because Tampa Bay's offense is not going to do anything. Cowboys 23. Buccaneers 17. Mm. And that's going to be the end. I'm sorry. 30 30 to 24. I'm sorry, Tom. It's over. All right, John, before we end, we do have a quick little segment called the uh, new year's proposition resolution, whatever you want to call it. One big, bold prediction <clears throat> you have for 2023. Go ahead with your prediction.
1: LeBron James will not be a Los Angeles Laker at the uh, when when, it, when the season ends. This is the last year for LeBron. He's going to leave LA.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you're smoking weed and maybe drinking something else, but you are completely off base with that. Um, I'm going to stay in the NBA. Okay, and I'm going to make my prediction. Kyrie Irving is going to come back to the Brooklyn Nets. (laughs) And I say this. I I, I don't know how I feel about it, but I think Kyrie is going to come back. I've been on the show and I've said Kyrie is a great talent, but not a great leader. Um, I just think that Brooklyn is going to do well enough this year and Kyrie is going to come back. I think Brooklyn's going to try to put together a team. I think they're going to be active um, on the trade on the trade market during the trade deadline. They need <laughs> to be. Well, well, that heats up starting next week. You know. Yeah, yeah. They need to be active, and I think they will be active. And I think Carrier is going to come back to to Brooklyn. So, I just don't think. I don't know if he gets a four year deal. I think he may have to eventually settle for a deal he doesn't want. It's but I think. A one year no i think i think he's going to get i think he'll get the two a and two, two year
1: a two yeah, year two, a two yep. year a two year a two year with the player option on the second year
0: yep 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 i think the two year i think he'll get or either a two year with an option for the third year um mm. i think that's i think that's what i, I don't think
1: happen. i don't think the nets right now i would believe more a two year with the second year being an option
0: year? No, no, no. I think a two-year with the third year being a mutual option. So they can do a mutual option where both teams, both the player and the team, have to opt in in order for it to take effect. You, I think Kyrie on a short-term deal has to work. He's just not trustworthy. He's not trustworthy on a, on a long-term deal. He's just not trustworthy. Hmm. But I do think he eventually comes back. Let's see how those uh, predictions, uh, you know, come whether or not they come to fruition or not, but you can be part of the conversation. Mind, yeah, no, yours is way off, there's no chance of yours happening. LeBron doesn't even care about basketball in LA, he wants to be uh, some kind of mogul, and he needs LA to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, I he's think that's LA. why. No, he's not, he's not going, yes, he is. All right, he's coming right. to New York. That'd be great, that'd be great for him, That'd be great for his brand. Uh, so. If you want to continue the conversation, hit us up Facebook, uh, Brothers Ballin' Sports, Instagram at Brothers Ballin' Podcast, Gmail, bloodbrothersballin at gmail.com. Guys, we enjoy the season. Hopefully, your team, if they're in the playoffs, does well this week, unless you're Minnesota. You know, I'm running for the Giants. Be a good brother, be a good sister. Happy New Year, first episode of 2023. Take care. Seal you later.